For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. This is a weekly public affairs program designed to keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. Now here's Vin Ebenu with this week's Jersey Shore Journal. And a good evening to you. I hope that you've all had a great weekend and I thank you for joining me tonight to discuss the Jersey Shore and a happy Father's Day to all the dads out there as well. My guest on the show tonight is Seaside Heights Mayor Tony Vaz. Then Dan Alexander joins us for a look at the Jersey Shore calendar. We are just a couple days away now from the official beginning of summer here at the Jersey Shore. It's exciting. Looking forward to a lot of beach days, days on the boardwalk, a lot of great events, great weather, so much more. I uh, just love summer, don't you? Well, Seaside Heights Mayor Tony Vaz joined me and Dave Crossin this morning on Short Time with Vin and Dave on 94.3 The Point. And we discussed not only some of the events coming up this summer in Seaside Heights, but some of the things that the borough and the police department have been doing, the governing body and police, to curb bad behavior in the borough and transform Seaside Heights into a family-friendly community. And, of course, not just in the summertime, but throughout the course of the year as well. Here is that conversation with Seaside Heights Mayor Tony Vaz. Lots of special things going on in Seaside Heights. It's been a continuous uh, build of the economy, of different things going on in the area, and of course, summertime at Seaside Heights is always something special as well. Um, and this, some we've talked about on the show in the past, Mayor Vaz, and then over the course of the last few years as well, with what's being done in the borough to help make it a family-friendly destination and destigmatize it from uh, the party-type atmosphere brought on from several different things, including the the reality TV show Jersey Shore. Um, but what are some things, where do things stand right now with what you've been doing in the governing body to help make Seaside Heights a family-friendly destination in the summer? It's been a community effort. The governing body obviously makes the ordinances and policies, and it's enforced by law enforcement and code. But our community has been involved with sharing ideas, how we can change our image. And that started about seven years ago. We said we've never really planned as a business, because it is a business. Tourism is a business. How do we get the right venue to cross over in a family from the young to the middle to the older? And we started promoting our programs by technology, by press, by air, by TV, and that changed. We got the businessmen involved. They changed their visions and their their venue to gear towards products and entertainment that were going to bring in a, a different type of clientele. And it did. And we can hear it in a politician as I am so-called a politician because <laughs> I run for office. When you hear your public tell you they're happy with the way things are going. Yes, there are concerns about little things here and there, but in total, they're happy. That means we're going in the right venue to accommodate our local people, our taxpayer, our residents, and our tourists. 
We've developed programs, a lot of free programs. 90% of our entertainment that the borough sponsors is free. There you go. Uh, public enjoys it for no, no price at all. Beach concerts, 90% of them are free. They're tribute bands that generate an interest with a group of from the 60s to the 2000s. And it brings in the family atmosphere. We've uh, established a, a, a wine venue weekend uh, in September. We, we've established volleyball games com- competitive, soccer competitive, young people. We Just last week, we had the Boy Scouts from the state of New Jersey. Our beach were packed, tents on a beach. Wow. So we're bringing in a, a family together. The, the kids have to come down with their family. Do they rent? They may rent a hotel. Maybe they'll travel and come back and forth, but they're seeing a difference. The Casino Pier uh, has re- revived its whole boardwalk in the last six, seven years. New attractions, both for young and older. So all these things put together make a venue for a clientele that is behaved well, enjoys it, and the quality of life for our residents is at a high. So I think if we have accomplished anything in a governing body with the community, it's that we're now a destination that people want to come. And as you mentioned in the beginning, then, we did have a very bad reputation. There was no question. And I'm saying it as a, a former councilman, a mayor for eight years, we were honky-tonk for no better word. We've changed that image. Have you worked, uh, or what are some of the things you've done with uh, Police Chief Tommy Boyd to, you know, make that quality of life better for everybody in the borough. Um, Certainly those visiting in the summertime to say, hey, you know what, Uh, whether I'm going to the beach, uh, the boardwalk, an event at town during the day or at night, I know that, you know, if I'm a a parent, I could bring my kids or I can go with my siblings or my cousins or whatever, and um, I don't have to worry about the big party type atmosphere or different uh, types of issues that occur that I can go there. I know it's family friendly. I don't have to worry about anything that this is the place I want to be. We've worked very well with Chief Boyd. He's an excellent chief of police. We work well with the police department as a whole, code enforcement, borough employees. Enforcement is a key. And a plan, a pre-plan of action with different types of things critically that can happen to your community. So he is a very important component of our planning. So we bring him in, we bring his uh, executive officers in and say, what do you think this and that? Then we go to our attorney. Is this legal? Is this not legal? How can we make it legal? And, and as you said, the, the families want to go to a safe place. They want to have a nice atmosphere. We were also known for bars, bar hopping. Mm. We changed a lot of the rules. The rules are it's got to be restaurant slash bar. Gotcha, okay. So you're feeding into a restaurant. Mm. And yes, you can drink, you can dance, you can have fun with your your siblings, your, your spouses, your friends, whoever. But it's going to be a civilized, unlike years ago, rowdiness, fights, and so forth. We've seen a decline. I know Chief Boyd often speaks of this. In the last four years, an average of 3,000 arrests a season. Wow. Or now down to 600. Wow, that's significant. It's significant, and what what's happened is when people hear 3,000, they think it's Seaside Heights people. You gotta remember, we're a tourist area. Most of these arrests are coming from different locales. 
They're coming from the cities, be it New York, North Jersey, South, wherever. So we've really reduced it. And I believe that us enforcing that restaurant venue has really helped our community because those bars that were there have now disappeared because of that. And we're coming in with the boulevard being reconstructed. It's being reconstructed as we speak with new venues of condo life, which could be year round, not just summer, with retail on the bottom, which I'm hoping will be nice. I, 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 I look at different communities. I look at Long Branch. I mm. look at Asbury Park. Fine, fine restaurants. <coughs> I, I visit Florida. I see uh, on the West Coast, outside dining. This is what we're doing. Uh, one of the things, outside dining. We had the pandemic, which hurt the industry, but it resolved a few things that we may have not done. Hmm. I don't know if before the pandemic, if we would have ever said, eh, outside drinking, we're really not too crazy about that. Sure, yeah. But the way it was designed because of the pandemic to give the entrepreneur of a restaurant and liquor establishment outside privileges, we love it. It's a different experience for it, the customer. We, yeah. we love it. Yeah. In other words, so not, I, and I go up there. I'll go up there, I'll bring my wife or my kids or whoever, and we'll, I'll sit, I'll have a drink, and just watch people walk. Yep, people watching. Uh, people sure. watching. <laughs> uh-huh. And But it's a calm atmosphere. Right. Maybe if the pandemic wasn't there, we may have said, you know what? We don't want to have outside drinking. A fear of going back to the way it used to be. Right. Making it, making it more that way. Yeah, but now it's a, a family. You could go yeah. in, dad can have a beer, the kids can have a soda, mom sure. can have a glass of wine, right. whatever the situation is. Yeah. And it's really working. And you have a situation too now, since the pandemic, more people can now work remote. And being that the beach is so beautiful and living down this way, people are now looking for opportunities to live here year round. And Dave, you hit it on a spot. I um, I go to Burrow Hole each day because I'm retired now. And I meet people that I didn't know before. Right. And they introduce themselves and they say, oh, I've owned this property for 20 years. I'm living down here full time yeah. now. I work remotely. I ran into a, a lady about a year ago. She said, I said, well, what do you do? She said, I'm a lawyer. I said, well, you're doing it from here? She said, I do it from here. If I have to drive up north, I'll go up north. If I have a client from here now, I'm establishing a firm hmm. without walls, I'm doing it. I rent a space, be it in Tom's River or whatever, and it, it's managed by a company. I call them up, I say, I need a room for a conference at nine o'clock, I paid them that. There's a secretary that does so. So remote is a thing that it's is going thing, to, yeah. it's big. And I can see people doing that. Do you, are you finding that more people are either renting or that they're moving to Seaside Heights and that many of the people who are moving to the area are people with families or people with young kids at home and it's changing, uh, you know, who's here and who's living here and everything and, you know, changing this, that sort of demographic. We, I speak to one real estate agent or two rather in Seaside Heights that are very versed in this and the properties are being built. They're, they're tearing down, developers are coming in, tearing down, I'll call them cabins for no better word, single family structures that may have been 60, 70 years of age and not in really good condition. They're selling, developers are coming in and putting up $900,000 homes, a million dollar homes. Mm. So who, who are we seeing coming? 
we're seeing an investor come because he sees an opportunity that he can make some money in rentals, where rentals are no longer inexpensive, they've come a little bit more higher. So you're giving a different kind of people coming in because of their discretionary money. But we're also seeing people that say, we're not gonna rent, we're gonna use it. We're gonna use it in the summer, I'm gonna use it, my sister's gonna use it, my cousin's gonna use it, we're seeing that. So I see, and I'm very careful with this because we, we have to know exactly in the next year or two who are really there. How many are gonna live in Seaside? How many are just gonna rent in Seaside? And how many are gonna be, this is my home, I'll come when I want at my leisure? So it's, it's, I really don't have a solid answer, but I do have a solid answer. These properties are selling. Mm. And they're selling for a lot of money. And that lot of money means to me, these are people that have an interest. If they're gonna spend a million dollars, they're gonna be careful to who they rent to, Correct. And their property, they want it the same way, if they do rent it, they want it back the same way they rented it from. And because you're paying that much for a property, those properties will get a decent rent. Sure. Mm. So there's going to be people that can afford it. So you're yeah. getting you know a good amount of people you know, coming I, I, in I, that will be maybe business people or whatever sure. the situation is that they decide, this is where I want to be now. Helps and, spend and, money in the borough yeah, too, and, but and then, good pick point. up the local economy. Great point. And, and again, the private owner makes the price of the rental. Mm. We don't control rentals. Right, so I could right, say right. it's $1,000 a week, or I could say $5,000. 5, yeah. The consumer, the vacationer, is going to know I can afford this or I can't afford this. How much are you renting for? Well, I, that's too high for me. The next person may say, that's great. Right. So you, it's, it's that weight of how much the rental is and the consumer, how much they're willing to pay. And for a lot of people that have come from New York City or in that area, they pay a lot of rent for those places. Oh, so yeah. to come down here, for you and I, it may be, seem expensive, but mm. for somebody from the city, right. maybe not so much. And, and that's one of the things we have to look at too, what you and I think. Right. Uh, a person may say, well, gee, you know, these are beautiful places, but you're going to knock out the middle-class people. I don't believe we will, because if we find, not we, the developers find or the new owners find that their prices are out of whack and they're not getting the rentals, they're gonna be smart enough to say, you know what, I'm throwing numbers. Instead of 3,000 a week, it's gonna be 2,000 a week. Right. I'll take the $1,000 loss to get a good person in. Correct. So I don't think we're gonna lose that middle class venue. Mm. And I'm gonna, I'm, I, I actually observe this. I wanna keep on top of this, especially the next one or two years. And also too, to Vin's point, you know, now that people would be coming down here, spending what they're spending on rent, they're also going to the restaurants, sure. the different shops, the different places that are going to be there. They're putting it right back in the community, in, yeah. or I should say the economy. Yeah, we had a similar conversation with uh, Point Pleasant Beach Mayor Paul Knitra about that, just with some of the redevelopment work going on there. You figure that certain people would come and spend more, right. or, you know, at some of the hotels or, or whatever else, and that it'll help boost the local economy, sure. and certainly in Seaside Heights as well. I uh, talk about the mayor of Point Pleasant. I was in Point Pleasant last week for a graduation party okay. on Arnold Avenue. There you go. It really is a nice looking really, little really nice. destination. Yeah. Sure it is. I mean, it's got antique shops, it's got dress shops. This is what I want for Seaside. This is what the community wants. Nice family atmosphere. We can walk, feel safe. You wanna go get uh, a drink, you go to get, I'm gonna look at a dress. I'm gonna look right. at whatever. Good point. So do you find that the businesses and restaurants and everything that are there now 
um, and the ones that you want to bring into Seaside Heights will help uh, bring in more middle-class families or just more families overall that are like, okay, hey, you know what? I have a big family. I have kids or cousins or um, I live in Seaside Heights or I rent a property in the summertime in Seaside Heights and I want to be able to take them out uh, for a night of ice cream or on the boardwalk or go to an event or during the day where it's like, we feel safe, we could have fun, we don't have to worry about any drama. And again, we want we are changing our venue, but we do know that there are problems, not only in Seaside Heights, a lot of short communities. When you're not aware of a, a group, an element, that is scheduled through technology, TikTok, Facebook, and could create a problem. Fortunately, law enforcement is really into this now, and we can prevent with our policies and injunctions to stop these pop-up parties. Seaside is fortunate that two that were supposed to come, we did injunctions and we won. But other municipalities in the shore weren't as fortunate. North of us in Monmouth County, several of them had some real damage to their community. So we've got to be prepared because you never know who is going to start something. Uh, I don't care if you go to a football game Let's say we're going to a giant game or a jet game. Sure. There might be a fight right in front of us that you can't stop. There is right. no prevention, but there is enforcement. Get them in, get them out. And that's what we're doing in the seaside. We can't prevent something that we don't know is going to happen. Sure. But if we have indication that's going to happen, on top of it. chief of police, Tom Boyd, is right on top of it. Our, our detective bureaus, we know through TikTok and technology and all that kind of stuff, we can... Be alerted to it. Well, what is your message and the message of uh, the rest of the governing body to, because we, we talked about, you know, the people who live here kind of know the deal, whether it's in Seaside Heights or Ocean County, they know, you know, what's going on and everything, how to behave or what's expected of them. But what it, what is your message to people who visit Seaside Heights every summer in terms of behaviors of what's expected of them, of what is and is, isn't allowed? As you're aware, my career prior to my retirement was education. Mm -hmm. And my career ended as superintendent of schools. And I, I think I know kids pretty well. And you don't look at a kid and say, because he's wearing a leather jacket, that's per se, that's old fashioned. But you don't say that kid is bad because he wears a leather jacket. It's all with the word respect. If kids come with respect for authority, respect for community property, they're away from their own property, we'll have a good rapport with them. If they show disrespect, and this is something, it's a parental responsibility. Um, I'm a grandfather now, my grandkids are old, but I know my daughter and sons with their children had restrictions. You had to be at home certain. Sure. I can never see, never mind my grandkids, my own kids. They weren't at 13 years old allowed to be on a boardwalk at midnight. Right, I mean, right, there, yeah. there are certain responsibilities <laughs> I had as a parent. No, 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 no. When the sun comes down, you'll be in the house. That was those days. Yeah, we might be a little bit more lenient today. It's a different time. Sure. But parents have a responsibility. And if I could send the message to our visitors that aren't familiar with us, make sure there's supervision, particularly for young, young children. Uh, they're together. They may individually be the nicest kids in the world. And what happens, they get together, and all it takes is one of them to start saying, let's do this, 
And before you know it, there's a problem. And that's what I say. Parents have a responsibility. Some towns in Tom's River included for um, for the part of Route 35, including Ortley Beach, have put in a curfew the last couple summers. There have been other towns across the Jersey Shore have as well. Have there been those discussions in Seaside Heights about putting in a curfew for those under the age of 18, 17 with you got to be indoors by 10 o'clock or whatever or with a parent or guardian? As I pointed out before, sometimes we don't know an incident is going to happen. Right. And Memorial Day has always been a difficult weekend, always. But this particular Memorial Day, throughout the coast of New Jersey, Ocean City, Cape May County, Monmouth County, Seaside Heights, we all had that young element. We still can't figure out how it all happened. How did every beach got this problem? Well, Lavalette last week passed an ordinance, curfew. Point Pleasant's had a curfew and rental restrictions. Ocean City is, I believe, past their second reading. No backpacks, curfew, and other things. We will have, by next Wednesday, the 21st, a first reading of what we're going to do. Similar to other boroughs and cities, Ocean City, Lavalette, Point Pleasant. And we're going to see some new ideas that we're being creative on and taking some of the good things that they have, putting it together and say, okay, we like the idea of curfew. We like the idea of this. We like the idea of rentals being at a higher age. We like the idea of, of transparency. State laws prevent police from doing a lot of things they want to do. We can't, under the present laws of the state of New Jersey, do too much for juveniles under 18 years old. Um, you catch them drinking or smoking marijuana on the street. Cop can't do like he did before. Yeah. He, he'd be able to call mommy at least, not prosecute the kid if the kid's be well behaved. You can't even do that anymore. The hands are tied. Mm. Yeah. Now, if I'm a police officer and I know my job and my career are in jeopardy, if I do something to this 13-year-old disrespectful kid, I can lose my job. So we have to act as a group, particularly the shore mayors, of getting together and say, okay, we all had this one problem that nobody knows how it happened. We had Memorial Day weekend throughout the coast on the beaches of New Jersey. We've implemented new rules, but now we got new rules in effect that how enforceful can we be? We gotta get to our state legislators. You gotta change these stupid rules because they're stupid. How do you not, a kid's drinking at 15, 14 on the street. Even if he's 17 and he's got his license, you're now not being able to do anything unless you see that kid drive the car. If he's, mm. if, you can't ask for identification. They right. can give a phony name. Yeah. Can I see your, nope, not gonna, what's your name? Joe Schmo. And the cops gotta write it down, Joe Schmo. Mm. No one, full well, that's not his real name. Right. So yeah. legislation has to be changed and we have to look to the state legislators and the governor to act for a quick change. Hopefully soon. Hopefully soon, right. Mayor Vaz, uh, certainly a lot to celebrate in Seaside Heights in the summertime. Um, beaches, boardwalks, different events, concerts. Uh, actually, the band America was there last summer. I think I think we were walking on the boardwalk just it as they were good. singing Sister Golden Hair. Yeah. Um, what, what are some of the different fun events and things going on in Seaside Heights this summer? Well, again, we, we mentioned different age groups and so forth, the scouts, the volleyball, the camping overnight, the 
kite flying, uh, the, the, the walks and the runs. Uh, but we have the tribute bands, which are very well on the beach. We have for people that are a little bit older, like myself, we have Monday nights, uh, oldies nights. Hmm. It's all free. It's on the boardwalk. People of my age that graduated high school in the 60s, in the 50s, in the 70s, it's free. You bring your own chair, you sit and you listen to popular groups that are recognized in Ocean County. Most of them are from Ocean County. Oh, and they're very go. popular. I mean, we've got groups from outside too, but sure. they're very popular groups and people just enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, again, we, we're doing different things. Uh, we're bringing different attractions in. We're looking at surfing contests. There you go. We're looking. Uh, there you go. I do make, like that. <laughs> uh, we're, looking, we're looking at also, it sounds, and this just came to be last week. We watched two young ladies, not watched, I heard that two young ladies were playing chess on the boardwalk. Hmm. And our hmm. event coordinator, Mike Gration, was up on the boardwalk and he came over to my house. He says, Mayor, I got a great idea. I just saw two chess players, two girls. Why don't we have a chess tournament? Oh, there I you said, go. Mike, that okay. sounds real great. Yeah. In other words, invite people that participate in chess, put them on the Franklin Avenue stage. Yeah. Absolutely. Learn about, I don't know much about chess at all, but learn about the game, having somebody that has that skill set about oh, yeah. chess and having a contest and maybe rewarding them with business people donating the, the winner 100, I'm exaggerating, sure. 100 yeah, something like that. Yeah. some token of, yeah. of course. And, and we bring in an element of young, these were two young ladies from what I gather. Okay. And they, they couldn't be more than 17, 18, he told me. Wow. But it brings them in, but it could bring in older people that play chess. Sure. So, it's something that we have to think, probably not to be able to do it this year because it came late into our, our mindset. Mm. But f I think it's a great idea. I do too. Yeah, I mean, think These about it. Sometimes you go on vacation, you want to play games, you yeah. know, just do stuff together with family or friends. And sometimes yeah. it's those, you know, relatively small things mm -hmm. per se that, you, that give you the greatest joy. Yeah, the, the beach, again, the beach activities, people come down for our ocean. We have lifeguards. As you, many of you know, we keep our lifeguards on after Labor Day for the right. full week and every weekend for the month of September because we, we, we're concerned about people swimming without a lifeguard. Yeah. Uh, we read, uh, you know, sad, God, you know, it, God forbid it, it happens. It's happened. But, uh, you know, things can happen with water. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with the tides and, the, you know, the current, you could be in danger without a, a safety device such as the lifeguards. And our lifeguards are really trained. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's important for everybody to listen to the beach rules and s listen to the lifeguards and certainly don't go swimming in the ocean without a lifeguard present. Yeah. I mean, it's it's safety. You know, mm -hmm. certainly we want everybody to have f fun and everything, but it's it's important to just listen and to adhere to all the beach and, and water safety rules. And, you know, if you're not sure what things like a rip current looks like, read the signs, ask a lifeguard. Um don't go in the water without a lifeguard presence. So just right. do what you can to keep each other safe. Right, and we do have the signery, and we do have the yeah. microphone that states right. that. Or you're gonna only be able to swim today in this designated area. Exactly, yeah. So we, these are all pre-planned things. Things we can't control sometimes, it's legislation or mm -hmm. numbers. Right. But our police department does the best they can. And you're, we're always gonna hear criticism. That's part of our life makeup. Oh, well, you know, there were people smoking marijuana on the, on the beach. Well, not only in Seaside Heights. It could happen in Wildwood. It could happen in Cape May. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd have to have a million cops to catch everybody mm. that does something, even smoking a cigarette, never mind marijuana. Right. 
Uh, oh, somebody was drinking. Well, we have the opportunity to go through the bags. But if it looks like water, you can't ask them to open it up and they, let me take a sip. <laughs> There's always <laughs> going to right. be that element that tries to break the rule. But if we find it, we act on it. But sometimes there are a lot of people doing things and you say, how do we, how do we control this right. whole situation? Exactly. And it gets people that are good people frustrated. Yeah. There's a person next to me smoking a cigarette. But if there's nobody there to enforce it because they're doing other things, you take your priority. If somebody got injured, you're gonna go to the injured person before you sure. go to a kid smoking a cigarette. Right. And when we get them and we see them, we if they're nice and well behaved, leave the leave the beach. Goodbye. If they're not, you get a summons. Makes sense, yeah. So we're not out to cripple some kids for smoking a cigarette. Right. You, you treat the educational officer, moment. Leave the board. Leave the beach. That's your punishment for the day. Leave the beach. Yeah. Because people want to have fun and everything, but they want to be able to just go and enjoy the environment and everything. I mean, there's something special and unique when you're going to a beach town about, you know, hearing the seagulls flying in the air, smelling all the boardwalk food, smelling like that, uh, that salt coming off the ocean and everything. Just it, like all those different smells. It's relaxing. It's that moment of zen and everything. People enjoy that. That's the beauty part of it. But my... Like I'm saying now is if I had a magic wand, I'd say, okay, these rules are in effect and here's a magic wand and everybody listens. <laughs> there you well, go. Unfortunately, I don't <laughs> have the magic wand. I don't think anybody. No. You're always going to have those people that are going to try to violate if they yeah, don't get unfortunately, law, some yeah. kind of law. Be it parking, be it whatever. Anything. They're, they're going right. to try not put money in the meter. There's always going to be that I'll take the gamble. Right. 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 Good yeah. point. Yeah, a little uh, beach town roulette yeah, in the yeah, summer. Yeah. <laughs> Mayor Vaz, as we close up here this morning, um, just in talking about the summer ahead here in, in Seaside Heights, what are some things that you think make Seaside Heights a special place to be in the summertime? I would say our boardwalk. Our there ocean, you go. Our a good ocean one. is second to none. I've had the privilege sure. in my life of going to different countries and what. I know people are going to say, well, he's, he's bragging about Seaside. I'm not just bragging about Seaside. I'm bragging about New Jersey beaches. <laughs> yeah, New Jersey true. beaches. We got some good our ones. beaches are the best. But our boardwalk, the attractions that we have, uh, it's not a carnival atmosphere. It's an entertainment atmosphere. And there's a difference. There's a difference between going to a carnival and going to the boardwalk. Right, right. The, uh, the entertainment is different. The operators of of a, a business in Seaside Heights or other communities that have more operated differently than I'm here one day and pulling my stakes out and going somewhere else. They want to continue to improve their product, their games, their rides and so forth. I think that sells us. I think the boardwalk sells us. As I look forward to the boulevard being reconstructed, I believe that's going to be a venue in the next three to five years, a walking boulevard where there'll be fine restaurants, Sounds good to uh, me. Different, yes, it does. Different type of uh, retail businesses, be it from personal items to hairdressers to salons to barber shops to you name it, and we can have it. Yeah. If it's done the right way, right, and it could be a community that could be viable to everybody year round, not just in the summer. Oh, for year sure. Year round. Yeah, I mean year round destination. I mean, it certainly gets popular like a lot of other short towns in the summertime. But I mean, there's certainly plenty to do in sure. Seaside Heights throughout the course of the whole year as well. And right. 
you know, whatever it is. I mean, even if you want to go for a stroll on the boardwalk at some point or different shops and everything else, I mean, there's a lot going on year-round. Yeah. Like I'm saying, the boulevard is going to be a focus. There we go. Look forward to uh, all the developments yes, to come. So. Can't wait to see it all take place, too. <laughs> I'd like to thank both of you for having me. Oh, our Absolutely. Pleasure. Thanks thank for you. coming on, Mayor Voss. That is Seaside Heights Mayor Tony Vaz looking ahead to the summer in Seaside Heights. All the fun to be had and be sure to be safe and responsible this summer. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue. Now Dan Alexander joins us for a look at what's on the Jersey Shore calendar coming up. What's going on, Dan? Good evening. Vin, coming up Saturday, June 24th, Island Heights Volunteer Fire Company Number 1 holds their Summer Brew 2023 at the Watermaker Municipal Complex in Island Heights from 4 until 10 with a huge selection of foreign, domestic, and local craft beers, food trucks, and live entertainment from the Face to Face Band. Coming up Saturday, July 8th, it is the Via Pal Festival at the Cruise Golf and Country Club in Farmingdale, starting at noon with live music, games, vendors, swimming activities, and more to help raise funds for cancer patients facing financial difficulties nationwide. And Saturday, July 11th, the Brick Garden Club holds their 20th anniversary secret gardens of Brick Tour and Tea Tour of seven homes in Brick starting for 10 o'clock going till 3 o'clock. Also, the 4th of July will be here before you know it. We've got a list of fireworks up on our website. To get your nonprofit club or organization's event listed on our community calendar, click the submit link at the top of the community calendar page on this station's website. For Jersey Shore Journal, I'm Dan Alexander. Town Square Media's Jersey Shore Journal with Ben Avenue. Well, it's time for me to say goodbye and good night, but we do have a full look at what's going on in Jersey Shore news on our free Town Square Media family of apps here in Ocean and Monmouth counties. Have a great night and a great week ahead, everybody. Talk to you soon. This has been Jersey Shore Journal with Vin Avenue, a public affairs presentation of Town Square Media. Join us again next week as we keep you informed about important issues affecting Monmouth and Ocean Counties. If you have a story you'd like us to cover on Jersey Shore Journal, please email the host, vin.avenue at townsquaremedia.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.